Introduction to Our Journey to Sinai. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sue Anderson. Our Journey to Sinai by Agnes Bensley. Introduction. We were quite young, only just married, when we first planned to visit the lands of the Bible together. We read the accounts of Eastern travelers. We bought maps and guidebooks. We saluted each other with Bedouin phrases and gestures. My husband had been for some time an eager student of Oriental customs and languages. Thirty years later he had become one of the first scholars in Europe. Yet that early desire had not been fulfilled. The education of our children, stress of work, lack of money, the many changes and chances of this mortal life had kept us at home. In the spring of 1892, Mrs. Lewis and Mrs. Gibson, two Scottish ladies known as great travelers, brought from the convent of St. Catherine on Mount Sinai wonderful accounts and photographs of early biblical manuscripts especially of a Syriac palimpsest of most venerable appearance. In olden times, before the invention of paper mill and printing press, most books were written on parchment, a preparation of goat or sheepskin. This being expensive and not always easy to get, industrious writers were sometimes driven to use what we might now be inclined to call waste paper, they took an old book which they did not care to read any longer, or of which they possessed several copies, they scrubbed and scraped the writing off the leathern leaves, and then proceeded to write their new book on the old pages. But their predecessors had used very good ink, which could not be entirely effaced, and we can often trace the earlier writing in faint yellow marks between the lines and even between the words and letters of the later work. Such a doubly filled volume is called a palimpsest. In the early summer months, Professor Bensley's time was fully occupied with university business, but in the long vacation he carefully examined the photographs brought by Mrs. Lewis and Mrs. Gibson, in company with his friend and former pupil, Mr. F. C. Burkett of Trinity College. I sat in the room where the two scholars, with their heads close together, were deciphering some of the underwriting, and I well remember their exclamations of gladness and triumph when they found it to contain the earliest Syriac translation of our Gospels, made in the second century, and known hitherto only from fragments and quotations. Though the evangelists wrote in Greek, Syriac was the native language of our Lord and his disciples, and whenever the actual words of Christ are quoted, epitha, talitha cum, eli, eli lama sabachthani, they are not in Greek, but in Syriac, or rather in Aramaic, of which Syriac is a dialect. This early version, then, is invaluable as giving us more nearly than perhaps any other writing, the very sound of the words which our Lord uttered. 
both mr bensley and mr burkett saw that it would be impossible to recover more than a few lines here and there from the photographs alone they at once resolved to go and see the original their wives claimed the privilege of accompanying them the ladies above mentioned volunteered to go a second time to assist the party with their experience in eastern travel and with their knowledge of modern greek the language of the monks on sinai and the six travellers arranged to start about christmas the early part of the year being the most favourable season for crossing the desert a seventh traveller a friend of mrs lewis mr rendell harris of clare college joined us later on at suez we all felt the importance of the undertaking we all valued the privilege of assisting in some way at the recovery of such a treasure to my husband and myself this journey was also the realization of early dreams the fulfillment of a never quite forgotten fancy and now as i sit in darkness and solitude and remember the wonderful time so different from the even tenor of our english lives it seems to recede again into the realms of romance i think of the boundless freedom of the desert of its golden light and eternal sunshine i listen to the sound of falling waters and to the waving of the palm trees where i wander hand in hand with my beloved and i hardly know is it a dream of the past is it a vision of the future but now to business for this book is intended to give a practical account of our journey to sinai how we bestrode our camels how we ate and drank and slept in the desert how we settled in the convent garden climbed to the top of the holy mountain and finally carried home in our saddle-bags the hard-won transcription of the great palimpsest End of Introduction